We good. We good. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, Mulligan. Yeah, I had to get a Mulligan little breakfast ball. I know that music is so uh so soothing. AB been lying to us for weeks, telling us he was gonna give us some uh some bars coming out of the break. Uh, AB won't be with us today. Uh, he's moving around. Should be back on Thursday. So it's your boy Dolo. But I hope everybody had a good, safe weekend. It's um Monday, July 26. We back in the building, baby. Got a lot going on, man, in the world. Van, what up? In the world, obviously in sports. Um, we got the Olympics going on. We got training camp getting underway. Um, <clears throat> we got uh Ben Affleck and, and J Lo back together, man. Ben is my hero for that, man, because you know, J Lo, that's that's been uh you know, she's been on, she's been top of my list for a while. But um, they back, man. Salute. He went back and he went back and got that, cuz. Cheers. I wonder if he was back in the cut for a minute, though. You know how that go. <clears throat> but uh, what else happened? Uh last night, crypto, Bitcoin had a bounce back. Um, they they damn near touched. Bitcoin damn near touched 40 again. Ethereum went up with it as well. Um, but you never, you know, crypto is very, very volatile. Um, always, you know, up and down. I'm in it for the long haul, so I'm riding the wave. Um, we got some, obviously, some big news in the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. Some A-Rod news, Deshaun uh, Watson news. Um, you guys been seeing already. I know if you follow NFL pages or, or Twitter or whatever, all the coverage with the Cowboys. So, you know, they're so hard knocks be coming up. We'll be hearing about them every day. But um, but yeah, I'm excited, man. Football season is officially back. Let me see, man. Y'all drop a bunch of questions um in the chat today since I will be flying solo. Obviously, I'll have a lot more um, you know, time to interact with you guys, answer some of these questions. Um, that you'll have will be announcing one, maybe two more winners when it comes to the uh, underdog fantasy football. We already have uh, Nakiba Walker. I think it's AKA Tsunami Mommy. We got Boots the Passes as well. Um, so we'll have one, maybe two uh, more winners. Uh, what else we had this weekend? Obviously, we had the um, NFL came out with some of the, some of the new protocols with the vaccine, and oh, I stepped in that hornet's nest on Twitter. I don't know why I thought Twitter would be a place for some sensible dialogue around an important issue, but I learned my lesson. Stay up out of that. You know my thoughts. We've been following the pod for a minute, but anywho. <clears throat> Let's get right to it, man. Um, let me see what we got. We got anything good first before I get rolling? We got in the building. Okay, okay. We got some. Okay. XRP. Uh, those. Uh, uh, Y'all stay away from me. Uh, Y'all know I rock with the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, you know, not financial advice or anything like that. But uh, <clears throat> what else you got? Dave. Uh, Dave. <laughs> 
he's in favor because he believes in the Bucks. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. So we got our Tokyo Olympics going on. Um, Team USA basketball men's. That's that was, that was that's the main story so far coming out of the Olympics, man. Um, obviously, it had tricked off a couple games in the prelims. Most people, uh, myself included, thought you know once the real games start, they'll turn up, they'll get locked in, they'll be focused, and they'll um, you know do what we're accustomed to seeing Team USA do in the Olympics. And um, off to a rocky start, took an L on uh, the France. Uh, Evan Fournier went off, <laughs> went off on us. Uh, you know we got we 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 know who's on the team: KD, Draymond, Levine, Brad, Bill, Dame, Lillard. Uh, bam, list goes on. You know, a bunch of very, I wouldn't say the, a collection of the best players in the, in, the, in the NBA, but um, a lot of very, very good players, basketball players, some of the best in the world. Uh, Patrick Ewan spoke on it, and he basically, in so many words, said, hey, kind of the world is caught up to us in basketball. Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say I agree with that. Um, collectively, I, I still feel like we have the best talent. But as we know in sports, talent is only part of it. You know, I think um, was because you got to kind of you, you're putting a bunch of players together who don't play a lot of basketball or whatever sport it is, but don't play a lot of basketball together as a team. So you got to build that team and that continuity um, very quickly. And the teams that we grew up watching, um, a lot of you guys, I didn't really. I don't remember watching the dream team. Honestly, I've seen documentaries. I've seen highlights. I've heard a bunch of stories that's still coming out of what happened there, but I didn't watch the dream team. Definitely watched the redeemed team. You know, I remember the teams with Kobe, with LeBron, you know, KD, Wade, Melo. Um, I remember those teams and the one, and the thing about those teams, yeah, they were super talented, but the leadership, the guys on those teams, like the leadership was, and not saying that the guys on these teams aren't good leaders, but I, I remember watching some old clips of like Team USA practice and you hear, you know, Kobe and LeBron, you know, coaching guys up and, and, and the whole practice, they sound, they're mic'd up and they sound like coaches. And not to say that those same things aren't happening um, in these practices, but when I look at the group of players, um, you know, Durant, Dame, you know, Bill, Levine, Tatum, um, like Draymond would probably be the guy on that whole team who I say, okay, he he would be like, I would see like a like leader, rally the troop type guy. Uh, but you know, he's not Kobe LeBron, he's not on that level, you know, so it's different. You gotta, I think that matters. Um, obviously, when you start talking about leadership, you gotta I don't know what happened there. They told me obviously we talk about leadership. You got to talk about the coach as well. Um, so Pop, you know, Pop, Pop got to be called out as well. Like, what, what is Pop doing? It's Coach K. This wasn't happening on Coach K's watch. Obviously, Coach Hay, Coach K had a different group of players, but I can't sit and make excuses for this team. Too much talent. Um, and they just got to collectively figure it out. It's a different game, different rules. A lot of people are saying, hey, the NBA has got too soft. You know, these players can't play. The same without getting these calls and looking at the refs. Um, the three ball is obviously a huge, huge part of the NBA game. Um, now, when you get into uh, this style of basketball, it's a different game um, just all around. So, I mean, Pop, Pop, 
will go down as still all-time great coach, all-time great, especially when you talk NBA, like he probably one or two in most people's uh, book. So that that his legacy, I don't think will ever be um, in question overall as a basketball coach. But these Olympic, uh, this team right here is already off to a rough start in they're probably still favored to win gold. I'm not even sure, honestly. But I mean, I'm not that that confident. You know, that France team has some some ballers on it. Rudy Gobert, um, Evan Fournier, uh, who else is up with I think Nick Batum. Um, so they got some, you know, quality ballers on there. So uh it ain't like we out here playing scrubs, but to say that they caught up to Team USA, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not yet. Um, so George, according to George, Alkima and I, you know, we don't like putting out bad information here, but it sounds about right. USA is still favored minus 200 to win the goal. So, um, so we shall see. Um, somebody just mentioned Boston, Boston Klein said France or Slovenia might win it. Now, I don't think they win it, but <clears throat> speaking of Slovenia, let me see if we got a uh, a banner for this because Luca went off. Oh no, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. But Luca went off. <laughs> Luca handled business, and I believe it was Slovenia's first. Um, I believe it was their first Olympic game. And uh, Luca Carey, he went off 48 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, three blocks. That was in 31 minutes of playing. He shot 62%, 48, 11, five, and three. And, um, you know, Slovenia's first Olympic game. Now, obviously, Luca's game, I expected it to easily translate. You know, he played in, he played internationally um for a few years before he got drafted into the nba so that doesn't surprise me that his game is translated easily but i mean those numbers like that's 48 11 5 and 3 on 31 minutes uh shooting 62 percent so obviously carried his team put the team on his back and he said it and he said it uh because part of it is i'm sure people ask hey do, do the guys on team usa care um you know, as much. They made a comment, hey, these guys, these international guys are completely different when they're playing for their country. <laughs> and, you know, all of the, everybody in the NBA is a great basketball player. Now, depending on how the team is constructed, how your coach is, where you are in the lineup rotation, are they drawing a place for you? Are they letting you cook? Like, what are you, you know, what's your role on that team? All those factor into, like, production and their stats and all those type of things. But when you put these different players in different environments, you know, you're going to get different results sometimes. So um, Dane kind of sounded a little salty with the comment, but it's true. And we saw with uh, Evan uh, Fournier and, I mean, Luca. Shit, Luca does the same thing in the NBA. So I won't say that's much different. He, won't, he don't put up those type of numbers, um, you know, night in and night out. But I don't know. It's not looking too good for our guys right now, man. Um yeah, um, some more Olympic news. I know John Ram, who I got uh, a Ram golfer, who I got pulled earlier from attorney that he was in the lead on. I can't remember exactly which one. 
because he had had uh, COVID and um, he got COVID again out there in Tokyo. So he's pulled from the Olympics, tested positive again for COVID. Um, this is twice in, in a few months, um, you know, back to back. And they said he's vaccinated, uh, fully vaccinated, caught it twice. So, you know, it's tough out here, man. It's tough. What else we got, man? Let's get to uh, some of the quarterback news. So we talked, we saw, I'm um, sure everybody saw the post, the somewhat cryptic post from A-Rod and, and Devontae Adams. Um, they both posted, you know, MJ and Pippen, the last dance. And, um, you know, people are taking it differently. I was kind of confused by it. Um, I was confused by it because I didn't know if they meant – like last year was their last dance or this year this upcoming year will be their last dance but um either way i don't think they should have put mj and uh scotty on there those two haven't even wanted to chip together and you just tricked off you know back to back um nfc championship games now obviously both of those players are phenomenal players arguably the best of their positions respectively but um the last dance uh so we're gonna see if they mean this their last dance this year or last year was the last dance like does a rod play there um this year do the packers play hardball and say hey you either play here or you're not playing at all or do the packers deal a rod and get as much back for him in return um as possible if i'm in that situation i think at this point it's kind of at the point of no return you drafted a guy first round for a reason enjoy love I say personally, you get a rod up out of there and you get as much back as possible. Um, it was my same thought process with Sean Watson months ago. I said, you know, make that happen before the draft. Um, and this was before all of the allegations and the, the civil suits and, and things like that came out. Obviously, that complicates things um, in a much bigger manner. But Somebody tells you they, they don't want to be there and it really gets to that point. We know how we know what that we should know what that point is. Especially when that's the quarterback, that's your leader, that's your un like that's this is our guy. This is the guy that's supposed to rally the troops. This is the guy that going into training camp, like you know, Tom Brady, um, Pat Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Russell, whoever these guys, even the Russell Wilson situation. You saw as it got once training camp was about to come around. Hey man. Me and Peter closer than ever. Uh, I want to win a championship. Go Hawks. Like, that's the type of tune you got to be on as that quarterback going back into these um, facilities, uh, folks up to win the championship. And if that's not the case, you got to make the move. And um, as a GM, Kunta Kus out there, make, you got to make something happen at this point. You you created this situation. Um, now you got to create the best possible outcome going forward, not only for this year, going forward. You got A-Rod coming off an MVP season. Um, so obviously you'll be able to recruit a, a, a King's ransom for him. So, um, you know, make it happen. I don't think he's, I mean, the sports book over, I think it might've been over the weekend, the sport, it, it came out like the sports book had expected Aaron Rodgers to retire at some point this week. Um, obviously that's assuming, you know, that's what the Packers playing hardball. But um, I, I think personally, I think he's, I think he's too competitive to play coming off an MVP season. Um, I think he's too competitive to walk away. I mean, but I could be wrong. I don't know him personally. I did hear him speak 
few months back about Barry Sanders being uh, his favorite player and him remembering when Barry walked away kind of, you know, at the top of his, still in his peak, should I say, still in his prime, he walked away. You know, Barry Sanders was 10 years, 10 years all pro. Um, so you got a quarterback who can obviously play two or three more years at least. Um, so I don't see him walking away, but um, hey, sports, but somebody knows something. So we're going to see. We go see. Let me see what you guys are uh, talking about. And as far as the, I heard, I still heard some people dealing with uh, some issues with the live notifications. You got to click on that bell once you subscribe to get the live notifications. According to my producer Tone, um, whoa, Frank Wright caught COVID and he is vaccinated. I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't hear that. That news that just come out. Um, y'all be safe out there. You know, COVID is obviously on back on an uptick, things being back open. Um, I think obviously with the vaccine and everything else, you know, people may feel more free and, you know, as that's the point of getting the vaccine, but, um, cases will start to go up, make sure everybody's protecting themselves and their family. Y'all know I'm just coming off. I'm just coming out on the other side and, um, shit real. So um, be safe out here. Before I move on to keep a walk, I think Aaron is too competitive not to play. I agree with you. Definitely agree with you. But once again, I, I don't I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy personally. Zach, I wouldn't put it past the jaded Packers front office to trade Rodgers and love for Watson. <laughs> I don't know if that will happen. Um, Fred, 710, is Denver still the favorites to get Aaron Rodgers? Not sure, not sure at all. Remember when this Aaron Rodgers story initially broke? This was draft night. I remember vividly because I was on uh, um, set with my guys over at PFF doing the show. And, you know, I think the news came out maybe a couple hours before draft. And everything that we had talked about going over pre-jab, every all these things were completely thrown out of the window because of the news that Schefter put together and decided to break right before the draft. Peculiar timing. But I'm not sure who the favorite is to land Aaron Rodgers right now. <clears throat> boop, 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 boop. All right. Um, so, yeah, that was only a couple comments on the – Aaron Rodgers stuff. But speaking of, while we're on Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, man put their top. I don't know if um know if they said is that is the receiver spelled right on this? But anyway, um Mad 22, they put out their ratings for the top 10 wide receivers in the NFL right now. Um, let me know if you guys agree with these. I got some, I got, you know, I think, I mean, I think Odell maybe could have cracked this list. Um, a couple guys could be on this list too. We'll see. Uh, number one, Devontae Adams, 99 overall. D hop, 98 overall. Tyreek Hill, 98 overall. Stephon Diggs, 97 overall. Julio Jones, 95 overall. So that's the top five right there. Devontae Adams, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, 
Stephon Diggs and Julio Jones. That's your top five right there. The last five to round it out, you got Mike Thomas down in New Orleans, who's coming off surgery, just had surgery. They say he, should, he probably missed 12 to 16 weeks. I'm not very familiar with his injury. Um, the timing of the surgery is kind of weird for me. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. But Mike Thomas, he's number six on this list. Then you got Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, and Allen Robinson. So that's how Madden ranked the top 10 receivers. Adams, Hopkins, Hill, Diggs, Jones, Thomas, Allen, Cooper, Evans, Robinson. Um, after Devontae's year last year, I, I can definitely – you can't make – you 99, number one, warrants it. D-Hop, Ty Hill. I, I, I agree with that top three. I agree with that top three. I agree with that top three. I think uh, D-Hop was in the 99 club last year. Um, but, yeah, I agree with that top three. Um, Fred, he thinks Justin Jefferson should be on there. Ace Boogie, Cooper is not top 10 to me. Um, Keenan Allen, too low. That's from Tone or Jim's. Um, Zach, he says Steph Diggs should be over here. Um, Bonds or Bonji's project. Mike Evans is consistently dogged on this list and definitely better than Amari Cooper. Uh, Mike Evans has been underrated for a while. I feel like he's produced at a very high level since coming into the league. Um, his production, I'm not sure what his production will be week in and week out being in that buck system with all those weapons. But if you look at the film last year, which I have and i just watched the nfc championship game um a couple of days ago actually and teams when you line up against the bucks and teams are in that single high with a post safety teams are still leaning that safety to mike evans side so defensive coordinators defenses um definitely still understand his impact on the game so uh you still when he's healthy you still got to lean that safety over there so if you get that safety lean to you week in and week out I got no problem with you being on this top top 10 at all. Um <clears throat> OBJ definitely has a lot to prove, but um he'll be he'll be top 10. For sure, for sure. Uh Ace Boogie, Julio might be too high. He's number five. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um uh, Julio Jones healthy. He top five until I see it otherwise. Like, until I see him out there, not he top five. Shit me. Um, but yeah, I, I can see Calvin really getting on this list. I can see him cracking the top 10. Um, Justin Jefferson's another one. AJ Brown's another one. Um, I really like, I really like Brandon Ayuk. I really like him. Um, I think he could take a huge leap this year. Um, who else can crack this list? Adams, Hop, Hill, DK Metcalf could crack this list. I was surprised to not see him on the top 10. Um, but yeah, interesting. 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 But uh, what else we got, man? We got anything on the, uh, the brand? Y'all drop some questions in here too, man. 
just a question to um before we move on from the football stuff uh one more thing with watson too uh deshaun watson did report to camp he did report to camp for the texans and according to chris mortensen i don't think this this i'm sorry i don't think this report is according to chris mortensen but nick casario and the texans are now taking offers for the texas quarterback deshaun watson now he has not been placed on the exempt list and the civil cases won't go to trial um this year so um according to chris morrison the price tag is set at around five high draft picks so five high drafts so maybe you know three first rounders two seconds four second round you know four first rounders and something else like that because this is a guy that when he's out there he's a top five quarterback so um the haul that the texans will eventually get for deshaun Watson will be crazy and um you know like i said he hasn't been placed on the exempt list yet his trials aren't expected to, i mean his cases aren't expected to go to trial this year um so it's a lot of question marks there um if i had to place a bet if he plays this year or not oh i mean that's I think he plays at some point this year. I think Deshaun Watson plays football at some point this year. Um, who trades for him? Will teams trade for him? That's another question. Obviously, you don't know how this is going to play out. Some serious uh, accusations. Um, a lot. 22. Last time I checked, I don't know if that changed or not. But um, we'll see. He, he reported to um, avoid the 50000 day fine. Uh, so smart decision by him when it comes to the money, obviously. But uh We'll see how that all uh, how that all pans out. Um, so we asked a question. Actually, if my memory serves me correctly, I think it was Nicholas Popovich who asked this question. Who was the best quarterback in NFC West? And then uh, me and, and AB, I said Russell Wilson easily. That was an easy answer for me. And I have faith and hope in the football, the man-to-man -man pod community and those surrounding to, to agree with the obvious statement that Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in the NFC West. And then the comparison came, AB was like, hey, you're saying that too quick over Stafford. Stafford's out there in LA right now. And I still think it's a clear, clear one and two between those two. And obviously, you guys agree with me so i pre i appreciate that man my faith is still there with you guys um the twitter results came back from the man to man survey russell wilson won 60 he received 64 percent of the votes matt stafford received 36. so um once again thank you for rewarding my faith and you guys uh, more quarterback news. I saw somebody ask earlier in the chat. I actually been getting DMs about this. My uncle actually just did me probably 10 minutes before I got on uh came on live. He said, Hey man, hey, Neff, you gotta tell me. You know, you know, uncles and older, you know, uh siblings and parents, you know, they kind of be out of the loop. It's harder to tell. And honestly, when this pit video first got posted, when I first saw it pop up on my Twitter, when I first saw it, I knew it was fake. 
but I only knew it was fake the first time I saw it because I know how that jug the jugs machines operates. And anybody who's operated a jug machine knew the video was fake when they first saw it. But if you had no experience with the jugs machine, you could easily think that this video was real because the 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 the, the editing and the whatever went into reminded me of the old, you know, pick me fantasy um commercials. But uh, Tom is his he, his social team has been doing a phenomenal job. Uh, shout out shout out to Ben over there, his manager. But they've been doing a great job, especially his post Patriots career. I feel like he's this new uh, person, almost new personality that you know so many people didn't get to see. Obviously, he was one of the most hated players. Um, I would say outside of the Patriots, because uh, he was you know part of the evil evil empire. And um, now that he's with the Bucks, you see more of his personality. Um, he's bigger on social media. He's into it. They did a phenomenal job. The video was awesome, but it's obviously fake. Once again, if you know how the Jugs machine operates, you know it was fake when you first saw it. But if you didn't, I can't blame you for believing that it was real. It is Tom Brady. I'm sure he can make that throw. Came back to him. Threw it into the jug. For the people who haven't seen it, threw it into the Jugs machine perfectly. Jugs machine spit it back out to him. Boom, he caught it, threw it back. I believe he caught it again. Then I think he threw it again, knocked the jug machine over. It shot the ball in the air and it bounced. Cool video, dope ass video, but um, yeah, 1000% fake. 1000% fake, but um, uh, I mean, he he, I know a lot of people, um. Fans of all, like I said, if you weren't a Patriots fan, if you're a Colts fan, you hate them. Any Jets hate them. Uh, I mean, anybody, you, you probably hated them. And now it's probably kind of hard for you to hate the guy. Hard for you to hate Tom Brady right now. I'm not going to lie to you. But dope-ass video. Now, raise your hand in here, guys and gals, if you thought the video was real. Don't, 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 don't get on here a lot now. After I told you it was fake. Let me see who, who let me see. Somebody, somebody's come on, be a be a be a man, be a woman. Let me know if you thought that thing was real when you first saw it. Let me see. I gotta ask Boston Connor. He probably thought it was real. Oh, Porter Sherman. Real. Porter Sherman said it's real. Watch it again. All right, Porter. Javier B, that's about as real as those UFOs. Hey, if you UFO, hey, I know we've had a lot going on these last couple of years, and um, I think the government did a phenomenal job with that, with that, you know, that little, that little news drop. When we, you know, so I don't know if y'all remember, but we've seen videos of these UFOs that are on, you know, military camera radar. We we've seen them now. It's not. I mean, I don't think that's a debate anymore at this point. It shouldn't be. But uh, that was a little news dump. Like, hey, I know we got COVID and we got, you know, the stock market crash and this going on and that going on. By the way, hey, these UFOs y'all been talking about forever, they're 1,000% real, buddy. But let's move on. Let's move on. But, yeah, so don't say that. And I saw a tweet the other night, maybe last night. He was like um, the comedian. He said, um, what if UFOs are just billionaires from another planet? 
Got me to thinking. Hell of a point. These are the times that we need comedians, by the way. Say so keep it real, man. But uh, yeah, UFOs are definitely more real than that video. Um, all right, Fred. I'm glad you admit it. I believed it for a moment for sure. And if, like I said, if I didn't know, if I didn't have extensive um history with those machines and how they operate, it could have got me for a quick second. Could have got me for a quick second. Because um, he's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the history of the game. So, uh, you know, da 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 um, with some questions on the other side. Um, what else we got to talk about here? All right, we got some we got some good stuff on the other side. But I'll be back in a minute. You might get this twice, depending, but I'll be right back. Y'all hold it down. Da, 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 yo, yo, here's your every show reminder to sign up for the Underdog Fantasy app. Best fantasy football app out there. Got the best ball tourney. You'll be able to get into a league with me and AB and get your ass whooped. Sign up, use the code MAN, get your free $25 after your first deposit. And with that being said, 
um, time to announce two new winners um, for the league who will be joining the league and get a chance at our um, – it's going to be a phenomenal belt. It's going to be um, custom fit for my waist. Um, so if someone happens, if something happens to me during the season and I don't – something crazy happens and I don't win that shit, somebody else will get it. You may have to adjust it. But – we got two winners so far. I believe our first winner was Nikita Walker, a.k.a. Tsunami Mommy. Second winner was Boots. And uh, our third and fourth winner, I didn't miss one, did I? I don't think I missed one. Did I miss one, guys? Did I miss one? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What did I What did I miss here? What did I miss here? Let me see. I might have missed some stuff, some good stuff in the comments. Y'all know. Y'all know I like the comments. This is my favorite part of it. Hey, one thing I need to tell you guys and gals too. Because like I said, I'm, I just thought about my weekend on Twitter and jumping into that hornet's nest. And some people are putting some stuff in here and I'm getting tweets about, oh, Frank, you know, Frank Wright got he got the he got COVID after he's fully vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Things will continue to happen. New things, new developments will continue to uh come out. Um, I'm just of the thought that, you know, if you feel comfortable getting the vaccine, that's awesome. If you don't, that's awesome as well. Everybody should have a choice. Obviously, these different business places are going to have their different rules or different mandates, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, like I said, I'm not interested in debating it anymore because everything gets lost in translation on the Internet. Wake up, you know, now I got, I got CTE, I'm I'm an anti this and I'm that, which is not true. It's not the case, guys. I'm pro-science. I'm rooted for the doctors, the scientists, the vaccine to work and everything to be right. And us to get over this whole COVID thing. Obviously, you guys know who's been following me. COVID has affected me and my family closely, like it probably all, all of us at this point. But uh, anyway, two new winners. Oh man. Let me get out of my chair so we can read it. We got Hoof Hearted. Let me see that. Hoof Hearted. Hoof Hearted 037 and Mr. Underscore Harris 80. Now these two names, you can see underdog fantasy content tone. I mean this white writing. Come on, you didn't know I was wearing a white shirt today. Underdog Fantasy winners, Hoof Hearted037 and Mr. Underscore Harris80. So I'm uh, not as familiar with those individuals, but congratulations. Welcome to the club. We sure appreciate you. That that white right. That's a fine. That's a fine with the right writing. And I do not believe, are they in the chat? I don't think uh, they are in the chat. Hey, it's crazy, man. I got the, you know, they put everything on you once you, you know what I mean, people. I, I had somebody tell me younger, really smart person told me younger, when I was younger. Um, And if you listen to anybody on TV or radio or whoever, you always agree with them. You always agree with their stance, everything they say. or It's, an, it's a problem there somewhere, either with the individual speaking or with you. You should never always agree with one group or one person's school of thought about every issue. That's, that's, that's idiotic. 
you're not, you know, you got to critically think for yourself at some point. And also a person, a person is smart. And this is regardless of the issue, the subject at hand, a person is smart. People are dumb. All right. Person is smart. People are dumb. And I'm not, you know. Somebody told me that when I was younger. No. <clears throat> I get it. I get it, guys. So um, obviously there was I see that there was a bet when I took my break. Ace Boogie said over-under is now set at 2.5 on the timer restarts. The under hit. So whoever bet that under. Boss took an L. Michael Ward. L. Yeah. Yeah, Ace Boogie. Under for the win. Under for the win. Y'all funny, though, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> what else we got, man? Uh, a person is smart. People are dumb. Don't forget that. And that's not that's any issue, any subject. Go back and you think about it, man. It's um <clears throat> what else we got though? What, what else we got from we already talked about Ben and J Lo being back together, him being my uh hero. We talked about crypto making a making a run last night, creeping back up to 40. Vince McMahon, I don't know if y'all heard about this. So um growing up. I grew up in the um, matter of fact, we got 15 more minutes. Y'all start dropping questions, man. Football season's here. Start dropping questions. But uh, born in 86, so obviously grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, the attitude era of wrestling, um, which I think is the best era of all time. Um, there's a lot of good shit going on in the 90s, actually, in the 2000s, early 2000s. But anyway, that's when we had The Rock, we had Stone Cold, man, Kyle, Rikishi, Big Show, Undertaker, Kane. Uh, you know, Goldberg, Jericho, Hardy Boys. Like, we had, I mean, and I was middle school, you know, young, high school maybe. That was, like, the era for WWE. I haven't followed it for a while. You know, after being a new, uh, an adult. Started following it again now that Pat's, you know, Pat's in there killing it, doing his thing on SmackDown. Um, so I've definitely been watching it more. But, um... I saw this news come up on my timeline, which I obviously thought was interesting. So Vince McMahon, um, the show is going to be called the U.S. The United States of America versus Vince McMahon. And um, it's set in the 90s, and it's going to focus on the legal battle. Another thing that was going on in that era was steroids in our sports. We remember, you know, we got Otani and Tatis and – Guerrero and all these guys, uh, the polar bear up there in New York. We got all these guys now, but back then, we had McGuire, we had Barry Bonds, we had Sosa. There's a lot of juice. There was a lot of juice going on. But anyway, this show is called United States of America versus Vince McMahon. It's set in the 90s and it's talking about Vince McMahon's, Vince McMahon's battle with the feds because he was allegedly getting his guys getting his wrestlers that juice steroids so um it'll be it'll be uh I, I may tune in i may tap in but i just thought that was interesting i thought maybe you know some of the people that follow and listen to the show would be interesting in catching that as well 
Um, I got to get the network and I'll keep y'all up to date with what's going on in that. But uh, like I said, drop some more questions in the chat, man. What else did I see? What else did I see on my timeline that was entertaining the outside of, you know, being in that hornet's nest? Uh, Baron Davis. I saw Baron Davis. BD. Baron Davis, actually, um, that was one of my favorite players to watch growing up. Uh, he followed me on Twitter a couple months ago, maybe last last year. I was like, oh, shit, BD, follow me. But uh, a video came out of him. Um, playing, it may have been the Drew League, I'm not sure, but playing the league, and you know, he don't put on some pounds. And that, that you know, that happens. BD probably in his 40s at this point, you know, sometimes he, he, he's been investing in some things. He obviously made a bunch of money playing basketball. You know, it's easy to, you know, kick back in. You know, we've been kind of, you know, on the lockdown a little bit. Packed on some pounds, okay? We saw Sean Kemp at the, at the Kraken, at the um, Seattle Kraken expansion draft. You know, he looked like he expanded a little bit too. But that happens. That happens. You know, health is wealth. Take care of yourself. But you know the internet. The internet, you know, they're going to get you. They're going to get you. So the internet, you know, it was flaming him up about being big, being heavy. So he put out a challenge like, hey, you know, I worked out today. I saw it this morning. He said, I worked out today. And um, if anybody out there want to play me a game to nine for 2500 Basically, bang my line like, I think I'm fat. Y'all think I'm this. Y'all think I'm that. I played the nine twenty five hundred. Oh yeah, Shannon Brown. I saw that Shannon Brown picture too. Shannon Brown, a little fluffy. Yeah, a little, a little fluffy too. But um, I don't know. I might have to. If I could get him like this first week right now before he getting a little more shape before his cardio get a little right, I I might. Nah, nah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I'll get him. He's too big, put me in that post. I wouldn't be able to stop him. Too skilled. That's the thing. Those guys be skilled, man. They be shooting their whole life, dribbling drills their whole life, posting their whole life. Come on, man. Who's spamming? I won't do that over here, cuz. Won't do that over here, cuz. Won't do the spamming, cuz. We don't do it, spent, but hey, you did your first question. I don't know if it's your first question, but um, I'll answer this one. Um, e Sims 242. Do you agree with Tyler saying that LeBron is the greatest heat player of all time? Yeah, where's my heat? I got the heat hats in here right now because y'all know that's my squad. Um, do I agree with Tyler Hero saying that LeBron is the greatest heat player of all time? Um, is LeBron the greatest player to ever put on a heat Jersey? Absolutely. 1000%. I don't think that's a debate or argument. Um, is LeBron the greatest Miami heat player? No, I think those are kind of two different, um, questions or answers or whatever. Uh, no, um, you got, I think Dwayne Wade would be Dwayne Wade would, would be the answer. Dwayne Wade is the greatest Miami Heat player of all time. Um, you know, you got Tim Hardaway, you got Lonzo Mourning, you got um, those uh, those guys will probably be around the top three. Wade, Zoe, Tim Hardaway, 
But those are my three. Those are the first three to come. You got Eddie Jones, all time great. Um, but yeah, Brian, obviously, you know, he brought two chips, brought two chips down here to the Yayo. Um, so Brian, Brian would probably be two, actually. He did play four years. Uh, what, three, four trips to the finals? Two, yeah, went two and two. So I, I, I give LeBron second. I give him second. Um, so Wade, Bron, you got to go Tim, either Tim or Zoe, in my opinion. But um, but yeah, man. All right, what else we got? UD, UD a lifer. He, he, he OG. But um, once again, just to answer that question, Dwayne Wade is the greatest Miami Heat player of all time. Wade County is called Wade County for a reason. Um, but LeBron James is the greatest player to ever put on a Heat jersey. Uh, Shaq, people have been saying Shaq. Obviously, Shaq, when you look at his career once again, put on that jersey. Yeah, he would be in that debate. But what Shaq, he won a chip, won the first chip down here, was a part of that. But uh, he wasn't like, you know, old Shaq. You know what I mean? What else we got, man? We got a few more minutes. Let's get some questions. Let's get some questions. Oh, Porter Sherman, what's the chance in your book that Tampa, that the Tampa Bay Bucks repeat? I mean, it's tough to repeat, real tough, really tough to repeat. But I mean, you got, man, you got everybody coming back, coaches included. It, it, you, I, you, I've rarely seen that, you know, team winning Super Bowl, bring all the starters back, um, including Antonio Brown. He's probably not listed as starter, but um. And then bringing your three coordinators back as well, your, your OC, your DC, and then your special team coordinator. That's huge for continuity. I mean, it, it's hard to it's hard to pick against it, but it's it's hard to repeat in the NFL too. People, nobody's done it for a while, um, and it's tough to do. The Chiefs could have, you know, they had a chance. Obviously, they got banged up in the O line, so once they got in that game, they didn't have a chance. But it is tough to do. But um, they got the continuity, just like the Chiefs. They had a lot of the same pieces come back. They had Spags come back, defensive coordinator. They had the OC, Eric Bieniemy come back. Obviously, quarterback, head coach. So I would give the Bucks a better chance to win the Super Bowl this year than the Chiefs. So um, good chance. I mean, good chance, but it's so tough. It's so, so tough to um, repeat and have that similar success. But they were 7-5, I believe, last year. Took that ass whooping to the Chiefs and then went on a run at the end of the year. You know, that shows me that they got better. The continuity got better. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if they were the first team to repeat in a long time. Think about what team repeated. It was probably the last one was what, the early 2000s Patriots? Who was the quarterback then? Don't be surprised. Uh, do 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 Nicholas Riley Popovich. Do you see any of the rookie wide receivers having a season like Justin Jefferson last year? Um, you will continue to see receivers come in and produce at a high level. Justin Jefferson, he was playing like top, you know, seven, eight at his position football last year. And you can say the same about, um, you know, Justin Herbert, which is a much tougher position to do that. But wide receiver, I think, is one of those positions that you can come in and ball. Um, early, it's hard to say. It's hard to say who out of this class could come in and have that type of impact. You got Waddle in Miami. 
You got Chase and Cincy, obviously. I mean, I can see Jamar Chase coming in and, and doing that. They were on the same team in college. <laughs> Jamar Chase is back with that quarterback. Jamar Chase was the number one when he was on the same team with Justin Jefferson in college. So, obviously, he was drafted up there, what, five or six for a reason. I can see Jamar Chase doing that. Um, obviously, love uh, D. Smith, the Heisman winner. Um, that's up there in Philly where Hurts, but uh, I'll say Jamar Chase. I, that'll be my answer for that one. If y'all remember, I was on that Herbert train early last year, and now everybody on it. Uh, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. I agree with you. But keep it walking. It was the defense. Stop it with Brady. It was the defense. Stop it with Brady. That's what the keep it walking said. And I agree with that. The defense carried the Bucks through that playoffs all the way into the Super Bowl. Obviously, they had a phenomenal, phenomenal performance. But Tom Brady did play a good Super Bowl, good enough to win. He played his best game in the biggest game. But if I had to give credit to one side of the ball or the other for them winning that Super Bowl, easily hands down defense and what Ty Bowles um, was able to do down the stretch. Even even in the, from that Chiefs game in week 12 and they got blasted, his adjustments that he made in the second half is a completely different game. And I think that paid huge dividends when they saw them again in the Super Bowl. But if you think about the Washington football team game, the, 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 the Packers game, it was the Saints as well, right? Those playoff wins, like those were on the defense. All three of those wins were on the defense, in my opinion. And in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady came and did his thing. And I picked the Bucs to win that Super Bowl, which a lot of people did not. I think they were three-point underdogs. So if you were taking the man-to-man -man picks last year, you won that Super Bowl. Yee, 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 yee. What else we got, man? We got three more minutes. Let's get a couple more questions. Uh It's easy to win when you keep the Chiefs to nine. Uh, agree, agree, one thousand percent. But um, Tom Brady uh played. What did they score? Thirty-one points on offense. Kronk had a touchdown. AB had a touchdown. Who else? Got to put up points. Got to execute. He definitely executed. Uh, oh, Boston Klein. Do you believe that Mac Jones starts by week four? If you recall, Cam Newton was my dark horse pick, I believe, at plus 6,000 to win MVP this year. I do not think – I don't think Mac Jones starts one game this year for the New England Patriots. I think we see a much, much improved – uh cam newton and um if you're going into the season with cam newton as your starting quarterback your game plan your how you build your offense has to be different than what your future plans are obviously with your first round pick mac jones but for this year you know how belichick belichick is a week-to-week -week preparer um so you can imagine what that it looks like on a year-to-year -year basis right now cam newton is on a one-year deal I think they go into the season with a Cam Newton playing at quarterback. Now, if he completely stinks it up, if he gets injured, obviously, but I don't think he stinks it up. I don't think Mac Jones starts this year, in my opinion, but we'll see. 
Uh, Nakiba, Patreon is on hold. On hold. Uh, Grant went for Tuta. That's right. I couldn't remember. I think that flat route and then the one that was uh, an extended play where Brady had to find him. Uh, but yeah, man. Levante David, yeah, he should have definitely Levante. Yeah. I was so uh Banger's project. I was so happy Levante David is finally getting the recognition that Luke Keekley stole from him all those years. I definitely wouldn't say Luke Keekley stole any recognition. Luke Keekley, Luke Keekley was that guy. He was that dude. I saw Luke. I was in Carolina um for Luke for, with training camp for Luke's rookie year, his training camp. Him and Josh Norman, I believe. And um now nah, Luke, Luke. Luke was that guy. And there was some thoughts like, hey, this is a guy. He put up crazy stats, crazy numbers at Boston College, but people didn't expect him to come to the NFL and be that. But when you saw the work that he put in in the film room, he had Thomas Davis there, had some guys there around him who helped him be a pro. I mean, Keekley stole no hype. He was that guy. But Levante David has been that dude as well um, for a long time. And Devin White is a monster too. Easily the best one-two punch at the linebacker position. Easily. Uh, got one more, man. One more question. As Sim, how would you feel if you were on a team and y'all had to forfeit a game due to someone violating COVID protocols? Uh, violating COVID protocols. Um, you know what? These type of questions are tough to even think about because I had the only the closest thing to something like this that I experienced was when we had a uh, Mercer. Like Mercer was kind of running rampant through certain locker rooms, you know, from like you know, and, we, and that's when we had that's when everything changed in like locker rooms, like the protocol, the protocols, and how we did our laundry and how things went on around the showers and the bathrooms and washing hands and. and all those things, all these things. I don't know if you guys remember Mercer like that. I probably didn't deal with it, but it would be some nasty shit if it got on you and you had to get it removed. Um, but something like I never dealt with something like this. Oh, here we go with the camera bullshit. But um, oh, just a second, guys. Just a god. Yeah, well, that's all, folks. Sorry I couldn't answer that last question, but uh, got to get up out of here. Y'all go check out the Pat McAfee show. <sighs> we go.